0: Welcome to Travel Market Life, your companion for industry insights and professional business development. Travel Market Life, join us by webcast, video or podcast. Hello and welcome back to Travel Market Life. I'm your host, Ryan Haynes, and you're joining us as part of our series on search engine optimization and how to build the Plan and actions that you need to take to improve visibility across the search engines. In today's episode with Flavio Emil, we're going to be talking about why do a competitor audit, what is off site optimization and how to improve it, what is on page optimization and how to improve it, and how to develop an SEO strategy. Well, thanks for joining us again, Flavio. How are you doing?
1: hello there um, very well thank you very much um yeah so we have a very interesting topic today that goes from basic to really advanced because all of that um even the what and why to do it change over time um on what you know what do you want to do at the beginning so uh, starting from the first one that you were saying what and why a competitor do it uh, audit why to do it um at the beginning, you probably want to do it because you just need some ideas and you don't know what keyword to target. you know if you have a blank page right it's like like an artist, you start copying what others do and and with time you you start refining that so basically um a good idea to do it is to understand what are your um you know what, what is your competitor doing. Uh, what are they trying to do, um, who the, the audience is for them, and to differentiate, like how can you differentiate yourself from them, right? Um, I think that that will be like the core of why to do it. Um, and then, because of course, the more you do, uh, like um, if you select like different competitors, not just one, but five, and each of them do things differently, you can start gathering uh, more volume because at the end of the day, um, many, many times SEO is a game of volume. So you need to you know, target this little keyword that might indicate um, portions intention or you might want to enter in the discovery phase where someone is trying to discover the company they want to work for. So um, that's why it's really good to actually do some competitor's
0: research. It's the main idea. Absolutely. I mean, as part of all of our discoveries uh, that we do for clients, comp- doing a competitor audit, not just for SEO, but also um, in regards to their market positioning, uh, their market outreach, how are they engaging with the industry and their buyers, what sort of buyers are they particularly targeting? And that gives us an opportunity to. Understand where we can uh, challenge that particular competitor, but as you say, identify ways in which you can differentiate yourself from the competitor, either through the type of content that you're delivering, or um, being able to provide a more seamless customer journey. I guess when, particularly when they're doing their their, their search engine optimization, and I guess in some ways um, PPC and AdWords comes into this, doesn't it? So you're able to better identify um, where competitors are investing uh more in particular keywords for their audience
1: that might work yes uh, you want also to review that you want to see when you do a competitor audit you not only want to see um what they're what they are trying to achieve organically but you also want to understand where are they putting their money because that's normally where um we need to be aware of that, but sometimes um, that means that they are getting some sort of benefit from that investment, and we need to understand and and figure out how that's working and um, When you do a competitor audit it 's not only about what they're doing outside um, like you know like w- what they're doing on PPC or what kind of keyword they are targeting, but also how does their website looks. Is my website loading faster than theirs? If if not, then I should. And or if it is, why I'm not getting any higher in the organic position? Or if I, you know, if if I have a history and I'm I'm an older competitor or older than them, uh, why am not why why are they getting ahead of me, you know, and taking my position that used to be mine? Um so these are like um depending on what your your um what your research, what you're trying to understand, um it makes sense to to just do a full analysis on their website and off site, and you know, who is linking to them, uh, why are they linking to them? Um, are they using PR, for example? Um then I should as well, you know, sometimes or maybe not, I don't know. It depends on what your budget is and what you want to achieve.
0: And I guess as well, it depends on sort of like that volume of engagement and traffic that's coming through to the site and um, how that then plays out. So um, looking at the next um, next topic then as part of the core metrics for SEO is um, on-page optimization. Um, so that is everything that you own. This is your own website itself. Uh, why is that particularly important and what are the key recommendations uh to ensure that a website has all the critical features to be optimized on search engines yeah
1: well for someone starting out maybe you know uh, a startup or a, or a solopreneur or an entrepreneur um this is important to 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 get your hands on these sort of um uh, optimization because um, here you, you are going to understand a lot better uh, how your website is working. For example, you are understanding um, if, if you can, like if you look online, you probably can get like a checklist of the main points you want to tackle when you do your on-page or on-site optimization and, and ensure that you are getting the, you know, all the proper metrics done. Like you are having the right title and it's matching the right um H1, um, you know, like different technical things. Uh but also um understanding, for example, if you put a heat map or something like Crazy Egg or or uh what's the name of the other um well, one of these that let you know what the user is doing when they get to your website, let you understand what they are doing, what they are bouncing, what they are not staying, why they stay. So you want to know all of that. You want to know, um, uh, because w- probably sometimes we see our website and they look fine, but for other person, because you have a Mac and they have a PC, um, then for them it's, they, they, it doesn't lo- load. You know, or or maybe you are like super uh, uh, company trying to solve legacy problems for all their businesses, and then of course they have a very old computer and they don't see their web your website. You know, so you need to kind of like um, understand really really well what's going on on your website across all devices, across um, Google, Yahoo, and all the other search engines. Uh, what happens when you? For example really easy like when you uh, paste um your link on social media you need to make sure that you have a uh, an attractive image there so this um on-page optimization is about all of this it's about everything that is going on on your website um and and how to to make it neat to make it neat to talking google can understand it and that you are matching the right keyword, that you are matching those keywords with the right intention, um, and that you, at the end of the day, are trying to funnel them down
0: um, as leads or clients. Or... Because, I mean, Google or even the search engines, they look at the value that your site actually offers. Where What is the value from the content? How dynamic is that content? How well categorized is that? content um are all the tags being used across all the different elements of the site that it can be possibly used on but also what isn't really important is traffic what traffic is going to that site and how is that level of engagement with that traffic now if you're targeting a specific um buyers a specific type of consumer you need to understand what Their level of engagement is going to be and where that level of engagement is going to be coming from so we know that a majority of consumers are mobile first Uh, they're more likely to find you through searching on their smartphone and coming to you first through their smartphone before they may even use a laptop whereas if you're a b2b um, and you're more likely to get your prospect buyers coming to you, having being on their laptop or their computer whilst they're at work. So their first touch point with you, with the website, has to reflect or be reflected as, as optimal uh, through an optimal user experience as possible in order for them to stay. Uh, because you need those people, those high value um Audiences to be staying on your sites to show that to the search engines that you are a valuable website. And if you get that first step wrong, that's creating the friction. That's getting people, that's increasing the bounce rate. And and that's also helping to devalue potentially The website in itself. Um, There's a lot more companies now have taken that very mobile first approach um, rather than actually worrying about some of the older browsers because they know that that's not where their audience is going to be. Um, So really be thinking about when you're developing your website and your on page optimization, as Flavio is mentioning, um, is to. Uh, ensure that technically your website works with the right browsers and devices that are most relevant to your target audience in order to minimize that bounce rate and increase that engagement through your site, because that's just going to help bolster you. Now another thing that we've we, as part of this discussion of core metrics for SEO is off-site optimization. Now one of the things that you did mention uh, when we we're looking at the competitor audit Flavio was about the number of backlinks and potentially what the PR uh, is what PR is being done by these competitors. So what is off-site optimization and what are the recommendations to improving that for a website?
1: Yeah, well, um, the first thing that people think about when they think about off-site optimization, they think about how many links I'm getting from, you know, other sources, external sources. But um, off-site optimization is a lot more than that. Like, it becomes more complex. Um, it's funny because a lot of people say, like, SEO is dying, and I see it the other way. It just becoming ver- more complex and is attacking other like now you have like seo for amazon and you know like a uh, different kind of seo for even social media you need to do some um you know algorithm da 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 and uh, it's the same with the website you need like to check like your core web vital for example which is it's an element that google the google search console gives you um, to understand how our, how is your website behaving overall uh, for others. So is it loading fast? Is it a good website? Does it have enough content? Is, how is your bounce rate going? So um, it, it's a lot of that. Um, it's not only the backlink. The backlinks are an important side, part of this. Um, but when you combine all of this stuff that we've been talking about, competitors, on-page uh, optimization and off-page optimization, it all makes sense because um, when you're talking like um, competitor research, and then you are like, okay, uh, it, those guys' websites is is loading a lot faster than mine. That's why they are up in the rank because Google say this is better because the bounce rate is better um, or l- lower, um, you know, and that makes sense for them. And the more you get up in the ranks, the more backlinks you're going to get. Because if I'm a journalist researching some sort of topic or or tool, if you come up first, you probably will end up in the first uh, backlink from that uh, uh, journal, for example. And so it's, it's everything that you are saying in your website that is relevant to external sources. It's like, um, how many backlinks do you get in? How many broken links going out do you have? Um, are you in a bad network uh, uh, server, right? Are you in a in a server uh, where is surrounded but by, by spammers, for example? That also influences that. Um, are you on like let's suppose your business is super local and you are in Greece, but your server is somewhere in Germany, uh, well, Germany is too near, uh, let's say in, in New York, mm-hmm. well, then maybe you should move your servers, you know, near, because that will be the response is going to be faster for, for your user. Um, you know, do you have, like, weird links? Do you have spammy links? Um, everything that can read out from outside is like your off-page uh, optimization. It's, it's, are you using feature snippets? So everyone can read like Facebook and Google and Twitter can read like what you're saying with 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 data microdata scheme uh, data um so all of that things are like very important to to it's uh, it, it really cannot be explained in only like five minutes but uh for for someone that is really interested it's just getting down to it and and understanding how how the internet affects your own
0: positioning um, within the sector. And do you see any particular type of backlinks that are more valuable than others? Yeah, definitely.
1: Like, um, if I think that the ones earning the most um, backlinks are people that first, the ones that create content that no one is doing and content that is either original or either super um, complete, where you don't need to go anywhere else to look for that information. Um, those links naturally get, uh, those websites will naturally get a ton of backlinks, etc. cetera. Um, but it's not only about like being good, maybe you do it differently, right? So if you do, let's say, um, there was this website, it was bought by the New York Times, I think it was called The Wire Cutter, um, which they did the, the very thorough um, reviews, like very complex reviews about, you know, a coffee machine or things like that. And it will go, they will go on such a detail um, that you wouldn't look any anywhere else. So they start positioning very high for that because they were doing something completely different. They will have videos, they will have text, they will have photos, they will show you how it worked. They will have expert baristas uh, saying, you know, which coffee was better from which machine using the same type of bean. you know? So it was really complex and different. So I think um, because SEO is... Uh, it's a long-term game. I, I wouldn't say, like, like, if you don't have body yet, um, at least try to be very original, okay? Um, and if you have bot
0: yet, try to be original and have some volume. It sounds about being inventive, creative, especially uh, with your content and really making sure that you focus on those content strategies, whereby, as you say, people want to link to you, that they that they, they maybe are creating their own content um, and they need something referenceable and you become referenceable in the same like way that media and journalists will often reference um, maybe data or information that's uh, available externally and they'll often and maybe make that reference to a particular company uh, just because uh, they have the level of expertise and insight there. And this is where the value of PR really helps you to help spread that network a little bit wider and perhaps make your content work that little bit harder. Because if you are making that investment... In original content, then you really want to be trying to get that um, utilized across as many different channels and sites as possible to, to raise awareness of it. Um, there's there's some, some really interesting insights there to you know what the importance is of looking at competitors, why on-page optimization is important, and the aspects of off-site optimization. Um, how should they then be looking at developing an seo strategy because as you said it can be basic or it can be really quite complex um what what's the starting point there and how can they um build something that can be actionable
1: right um i would start with research like um every time um I will go to do all of this that we are talking about. I will start doing a competitor audit, for example, um, checking what others are doing, checking checking in as well, like what, what do I want to do, what I want to achieve, for, for what keywords I want to to focus on first. If you have, like, uh, I think everyone should have a long-term and short-term uh, strategy. Because let's suppose that you start doing all this research and you get like, okay, I'm going to do write uh, 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 some guide about my software, okay? So I'm going to make a guide that is really useful for people to use my software. Um, I will write the best guide I can about it. And then I will put all of that information out there like let's suppose you brought 100 pages, okay? Like very thorough detail, et cetera, et cetera. This is research, then writing, and then putting it out there. And then I will help myself a little bit because I SEO takes a ton of time to actually pick it up. Um, so, but it's an investment that you want to be some, to, to have some return um, between now and maybe 12 months, 18 months, 24 months because SEO is going to take that long. Um, and I would take that information and I would do, uh, I would plug some uh, PPC campaign, maybe. Um, you have to start testing um, because you don't want to get to, you know, um, a year later and see that you are positioned and no one is writing you or you are not getting any leads or something like that. But if you connect and you plug some, some PPC, a small PPC campaign, then you can try right away without waiting if your intention, what you wanted to do is going to work. And between now and that moment where you're positioned, you'll be ready to improve um, the user experience and to get what you want with each potential client. So you don't need to wait like the 12 months or 18 months or 24 months. So you write the thing and you can use it right away, like in your material, collateral, you know, like in your web in your with your people, um, with your e- emails, you know, all of that. So I will try to use content that you can use right away because it's just yes, pragmatic. You know, you have the content, you did it, let's use it, let's get money uh, pouring in, right?
0: So whilst there it SEO is a long term strategy, there are certainly some quick wins uh, that you can make as part of your plan and allow you to help measure um, what impact that's actually happened, having, um, as well as starting to feed some of your other marketing channels uh, to see how that's also uh, driving the traffic and engagement in your site. And as you say, Flavio, you know, the, the wonder of that as as you've got traffic starting to feed into your site you're starting to better understand that customer journey and what people are actually responding to so you can start to address that user experience a lot more closely Well, Flavio, thanks ever so much for joining us today as we looked at the core metrics for SEO. Uh, We've got another one in this installment uh, in the series coming up soon, which is uh, the pitfalls of SEO. Uh, So what are some of the common errors and and problems that can be found? Um, So thanks ever so much for joining us today, Flavio. For more, go to Travel Market Life. The music sensation by Zach Nelson is reproduced under license from Storyblocks. Travel Market Life is a Haynes Marcoms digital marketing agency production, serving the travel and technology
1: industries.